Look at your rollie. Look at my rollie. Yo shit rockness. My shit hockey goalie. Uh. <laughs> what song is that? I don't even uh, know. That would be Watch by Watch. Travis Scott featuring Lil Uzi and none other than Yeezus. Closest thing to Astro World we got right now. Pretty much. Said. Come on, Laflame. Let's hear it. What? Let's hear it. Just let's hear it for Laflame. Like Travis Scott, a nickname Laflame. Oh, like, okay. Like, let's, let's get Astro World. Come on, we're waiting Where's for that? it. Anyway. We've been waiting since December. <laughs> since de- yeah, you're right. That's when you announced it, wasn't it? I have no idea. Well. As soon as it comes out, I'm sucking his dick, though. <laughs> Hashtag no homo. You guys say that right after. No, I don't. All right. Well, we can't tell. This is the Lunch at Work podcast, episode number dos. We're going to talk a little NBA draft. We got some Domino's up in here. Supreme pizza for us, and I got my own custom Alfredo chicken, garlic Alfredo chicken. Shout out Domino's. Uh, Not a sponsor, but, you know, just give them free advertising. Hey, if if they're going to give us great deals like they gave us on this pizza, I will gladly free advertise for them for once, for one time. On a podcast, 12 people are going to listen to. <laughs> you get 12? Yeah, you right. Shit, my shows are only at like four. <laughs> oh, damn. My think... mom doesn't even listen to my shows. <laughs> it's probably a good thing mine doesn't listen to She looks, She calls me and she goes, Hi, Austin. Um, You're not my child. <laughs> so I'm not going to listen to your stupid podcasts. Damn. She doesn't really do that. Love you, Mom. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get right into it then. Like I said, NBA draft. DeAndre Ayton went number one. Not surprising. Bagley went number two. This is all from last night. Um, Dawkins, Luka Donk, Don, Don, yeah, I can't say his name. Donkic went three. Got traded to the Mavs for Trey Young, who went five, and then Jaron Jackson went four. So that's the top five. Uh, thoughts on the top five outside of Luka Donkic and Trey Young? We'll talk about them here in a minute. But the other three, so. Aiton Bagley and Jaron Jackson, if you want. Jaron Jackson went higher than I thought he probably would have. Um, he was I didn't really know a lot about him, um, <clears throat> until because Miles Bridges, you know, kind of had the the spotlight at Michigan State. But it's yeah. not that for the, because Jaron Jackson is a bad player. It's just Miles Bridges came back for a sophomore year and he was the best player on Michigan State the year before when he was a freshman. So it was like it was a big news. Um, but I watched some stuff from the combine a few days ago about or about a week ago and billis was really talking up uh jaron jackson so i'm not entirely surprised that he went in the top 10 but i didn't think he he would go four um so he the thing about him that's really good for the nba is that he can shoot and he's big and he's long he can block shots he's definitely a modern day big man um and he'll be able to play in transition and he's he's long and I imagine him to be a less dominant Greek freak, mm-hmm. um, but with more of an outside jumper. So he'll kind of play the inverse of what the Greek freak does, where Greek freak plays only 10 feet inside the basket. Uh, Jaron Jackson will shoot more threes, uh, a lot more. He's got a very nice stroke. He's um, 6'11". And he's 6'11", so it's like you're not like you're blocking that shot. Oh, and he'll yeah. play around the rim, but he's just really lean. So he, he's going to get a lot of block shots, especially off help side defense. And he's going to get a lot of dunks in transition. And he's going to hit a lot of threes. And I think his NBA career is, pro, you know, pending health issues. He'll play 15 years. He might win a couple championships. I don't know that he'll be the star of a team. But at four, he's a pretty good pick. And he's going to play probably a lot like Chris Bosh. Yeah, that's probably the. I think that was what uh, Jay Williams compared him to was like Chris Bosh. I think that's a pretty apt comparison. Either him or Chauncey. Yeah, or sorry, Chauncey Billups is who did that. Yeah, not Jay Williams. Chauncey Billups 
compared him to to Chris Bosh, and obviously Bill has played in the league for a long time. He knows, you know, those guys inside and out. I think that comparison's pretty apt. Um, I agree with that. I mean, he the thing here I'm reading off of CBS's NBA draft tracker, and it says he's got huge upside, particularly in the defensive end. Like you said, six eleven long range. He's going to be able to get a lot inside. But it says that he wasn't particularly productive in college, mainly because of foul trouble, and he wasn't really a featured player on that Michigan State team. We, like you said, you had um, was it Bridges? That yeah, Bridges. Miles the, Bridges. Miles Bridges was the focal point. Um, but I mean, the foul trouble does that give you any concern if you were a, a Memphis fan? Well, he's got to be disciplined. <laughs> um, per forty minutes, he averages about four blocks a game, but he also four or five blocks a game, but he fouls out. Um, so he's gonna have to really. You know, when, you, when you're playing against Steph Curry and James Harden, those dudes that just live at the line, you're going to have to concede a couple of baskets here and there because mm. those guys are going to beat you off the dribble because they're, you know, Hall of Fame caliber players. They're going to beat you every now and again. So he's going to have to be disciplined of know when to tr- try to get a block shot, when to just try to influence a shot, and when to let a guy go. Um, that'll come over time. And I think, you know, that extra that extra foul will be helpful for him. He won't play a lot to begin with. I think he'll probably, you know, get more of a role player minute. So it's not like he's going to be playing 40 minutes a game to start. Um, so I think the foul trouble is concerning. But it's the thing is, is you can't coach aggressiveness. And a lot of his fouls come from aggressive plays. And I think that that's a good problem to have. So you just get him to rein it in a little bit rather than trying to hype a guy up. Mm-hmm. I totally agree with that. Um <clears throat> It also says he could fit next to Marcus Alls at power forward, but also over time he's going to replace him. How long do you think they have until he's the full time star taking over that Gasol role there? I mean Gasol till he till his body gives out. So who really like knows? Because could be like next year. it could be next year. Marcus could um, be like four years. Could be like four years. I, I'm more concerned about Mike Conley's health than Marcus yeah. Gasol's, but but with Mike Conley running that pick and roll or pick and pop with Jaron Jackson, that could be real nice. That could be real nice. Yeah, it could be. Uh, before we transition, I think the tweet of the night, outside of um, Woj doing all the vert. Woj or, bombs. Woj bombs. This wasn't a Woj bomb. This was uh, from 12 Up Sport, I think is what it was. They're like Once the trade for Luka Doncic going to the Mavericks was announced, they said, I really hope Memphis just throws a wrench in this thing and drafts Trey Young so they can't make that trade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, that would be the ultimate troll move right there. That would have been a troll move. But Memphis is in no position to troll anybody. No, not at all. They're like, in terrible. Memphis, for God's sake. They're terrible. <laughs> but um, moving on to that trade, like we, were, like I just mentioned, Donkic to the Mavericks, who drafted five, Trey Young, who went to the Atlanta, where Donkic was picked three, Trey Young was picked five. What do you think about the trade and where Donkic fits in in Memphis? Because I think he's going to fit in really well. You mean in Dallas? Yeah. Um, oh, I was looking at the wrong you said Memphis. Sorry. Uh, yeah, but I think he's going to take over the star role from Nowitzki, who's going to be leaving maybe next year. He's oh, got absolutely. At least one year left, maybe two years. They drafted. They, they traded for Luka Doncic to have him be their guy. Yeah. Um, Dirk is a thousand years old. Um, but real quick on the trade. First of all, Trey Young, fix your life. LeBron, I love you. I know that you can spend forty-one grand on a suit, but you don't wear shorts with a suit. Like, his shoes? What is this? What is this nonsense? His shoes were chill, whatever. Just shorts with a suit. You look ridiculous. Like you look like Oliver Twist. Get your life together. You know, you can afford the bottom of the pants. Buy the bottom of the pants. It's not like you're broke. <laughs> Especially now, you know. What Especially the, now, you know what? Who started that though was Draymond a couple years ago in the uh, NBA awards two years ago after they 
blew the 3-1 lead. I knew I hated Draymond for another reason beyond the millions I already have. <laughs> Fucking. That looks so ridiculous. Anyway, back to the trade. Um, I think it'll be interesting with Trey Young in Atlanta. I think it is helpful that he's got another good guard there. Um, in, um, in Atlanta with Dennis Schroeder. Schroeder, yeah. I think that, you know, having a veteran guy that is also kind of slight of build that can kind of coach him how to play with the bigger dudes. Um, one thing that I heard about with the analysis is a lot of people comparing Trey Young to Steph Curry. And what I also heard a lot, too, is that that's not an apt comparison because Trey Young is slight. I mean, people talk about how Steph Curry's like this tiny little dude. He can still Steph deadlift four fifty six three, and he's built. And he's the thing also is, jacked. is he's re- he's jacked. He had to rebuild his entire body basically because he was putting so much pressure on his ankles with all the moves he was making. That's why he kept hurting him. So he worked on his core strength and the strength of his hips, especially so he could be more grounded and centered. And that way, you know, most of his torque is coming through his hips yeah. and his his core, less so through his knees and his ankles, and that's why he's been able to improve. But you watch the type of acrobatic shots that Steph Curry is able to make. Most of that is his strength. It's not his athleticism. He's oh, yeah. not the most not athletic dude on the floor. Trey Young is the most athletic dude on the floor. So there's a difference Who also just there. happens to be a shooter. Who happens to be a shooter. Trey Young is much... I think he's quicker than Steph Curry. I think that their range is probably pretty close. Um, Steph think... has a much better jumper, obviously, because oh, he's better, been working yeah. on it. He's one of the best shooters the league has ever seen. So I think Trey Young is more of a comparison to you know, his own class. I don't think lumping him in with Steph Curry is fair to him. I don't think it's an apt. I think it's too high of a compliment for Trey Young, and I think it's a bit of a diss to Steph Curry. Yeah. Um, I think Trey Young tries to play a lot like Steph Curry, but I don't think he, his career will be nearly like his. I think it'll be more like Trey Young. Um, I, I just I want to see him put on some mass. Um, yeah. I think you know if he does that, and if he's just really really smart with the basketball, they're gonna do some good things. But I don't. I just don't really know how much is gonna be around him to start. I mean, Dennis Schroeder can really take him under his wing, but like, who's he feeding the ball to? Who's gonna get points? They have one. They have one wing or one. Um, there's a center or a wing. I don't remember who. I'll look it up right now. That's actually really like, um, low key good there. Oh, John Collins, he's pretty good. Mm-hmm. If Baysmore can shoot a little bit, Terion Prince, yeah, Muscala. That's what I'm thinking of. Mike Muscala, yeah. He's, he's there, European but he's, guy. He's pretty, or is he? Yeah, he's European. White dude. Yeah. White dude in the NBA, I assume you're European. <laughs> um, yeah, he's from... Uh... Oh, that's, I don't know how to say that. <laughs> oh, that's not his... Okay, never mind. I thought that was... That's his nickname. It doesn't say where he's from here. Hawks. Wait, is he not playing the Hawks anymore? Oh, yeah, he does. Why is there a year? There's a year missing on his... No, no, he's from Minnesota. Oh, okay then. Sorry, or, Mike uh, Muscala. <laughs> White so, baller. Not foreign. <laughs> not foreign baller. But, I mean, the Hawks don't have a terrible roster. They did. They were the number one team in the, in the uh, East, what, three years ago? And f- obviously it fell off since then. But <clears throat> I think with Trey Young being a solid – he's going to be their solid player for that team. He's, they got an A grade on it. Um, like, it's not – it's not bad. a bad trade. And they get, they grabbed a couple of guys too later in the draft, but I mean I'll look. Yeah. Uh, who did they trade? I, 
If you're going to have a dude that's like a game-changing takeover of a franchise, I just don't think it's Trey Young. Oh, no, not at all. He's not a Steph Curry going to change the face of the franchise. I think his ceiling is much lower than people think, and I think his floor is much lower than people think. The biggest thing that I worry about, man, is the turnovers. Mm. The turnovers. I just fear um, one of the big things like with Jeremy Lin when he came into the league he first started out working out with Golden State and just got eaten up in those practices. Um, and, you know, when he was in New York and was able to do all those things, I mean, one, they weren't playing great teams. Not a lot of people had film on him. Um, and so that was part of it. But I think he had to really learn how to not turn the ball over. And I think that's what Trey Young has to do, too, is he tries to do all this flashy stuff. And it's like, you're going to get yourself in trouble. You can't be flash all the time. At some point, you know, break it out when you have to. You know, like those those players that are just exceptional, like that like that dribble LeBron had through the legs. You know, when he went up for the dunk. Oh yeah. That that kind of shit. He does that because he's LeBron. You know, he like he did that only because he's in a pinch and only he can do it, and it was hella lucky. Um, so like with Trey Young, no. I think he needs to break out those plays in crisis like when he needs to when there's nowhere to go and he just has to do something ridiculous Mm -hmm. but other than that he needs to play very very fundamentally that's the biggest thing with the nba is like yeah they're super athletic but all those dudes have incredible fundamentals and they don't move away from it that much and that's why they're successful and i think trey young is i just worry with the turnovers yeah i mean it'll be interesting to see what happens to him and the mavericks over or sorry the hawks over time we talked about before what do you uh, the Quavo, Quavo tweet from like oh, it was a week ago now, where he's like Trey Young's going to Atlanta. Glad, glad to see this homeboy back or whatever. Um, pretty, it was an interesting tweet. Do you think he called it? Do you think he knew something, or was it just like a I want this dude here kind of thing? Well, if you're having Quavo influence your basketball decisions, you're probably in a pretty good spot because he's a very solid basketball player. Um, Not wrong. If he weren't rapping, I think he could probably be a role player in the league. Um, yeah. he, he's very good. Uh, his knowledge of front office work, I have no clue. Um, I don't think that he has any insider information. I don't think he's, you know, like leaking shit or whatever. I think he was just hype, and I think that that might have been a rumor, and maybe he was just putting it out there to kind of use his influence to tell the Hawks, like, hey, man, like you should really do this. It'd be good for the city. Um, so I think it's cool. I like the star power. I wish Atlanta would be better. Um, you know, the amount that they can do for the culture in Atlanta, just with like the music scene and You're basketball too white to say that. and all that stuff. Like th- there's just so much potential for multi, for just multi-level branding and whatnot for that team. So I just really hope that that can work out. But I mean, I haven't really heard Trey Young on the mic, but maybe if basketball doesn't work out, he can just like be the fourth member of Migo. His voice, his voice might be too high though. Oh, it's very high. I don't. It, think he, it might be too high, voice. so I'm not sure. Right. Quavo, Quavo's high on him. Quavo's good at basketball. I think he knows the game. He might, he might know something. He might think that there's a diamond in the rough with Trey Young. I don't think that's the only thing Quavo's high on. But we'll transition from one superstar freshman to another. Colin Sexton to the Cavs. Did you see what he said to LeBron? I did. What do you th- um, that? I feel like he was put in a really awkward spot and didn't really know what else to say. And so that's fair. I will say though, with Colin Sexton and LeBron James, 
they're still not <laughs> their asses aren't making the finals with how good Boston's going to be in Philadelphia. LeBron carried that team doing everything and looked gassed by he, the end of it. And he's going to be a ga- whole year older. LeBron on the Cavaliers is out in the second round, even with Colin Sexton. They're out in the second round next year, Unless which is why get, he's going to leave. What if they get like Paul George, Kawhi, one of those two? Okay, well, that's a different argument. But as they're built right now? As they're built right now, they're bumped in the second round. They got nothing. They got old contracts. They got, I mean, I think I think the Cavs playing. are better off letting LeBron go. Just, I mean, you're, okay, let me rephrase that. You're never better off letting LeBron go. I think what the Cavs think is that LeBron's going to leave, and they're, I think they should try and build something with Sexton and Kevin Love the, and try to be like the new Minnesota. Yeah, that, um, that Minnesota with Rubio and Kevin Love. They're trying yeah, to build, like, I think like that. that's what they could be better with and then maybe get some role players to fit those guys' game and then let LeBron walk. Um, Cle- Cleveland is – they're in a pinch, man. I don't they're, – and they're not going to be as productive because they're not going to have LeBron back. And even if they do, they're not going to the finals. So no, no. Well, I love I love Colin Sexton's enthusiasm. I love him as a Cavalier. I think he'll be a great NBA player because of his athleticism. Um, he's got to work more on being conservative around the basket and not those high flying plays because I think he can get hurt. He can get like a Derrick Rose situation. Um, not to say he's going to tear his ACL, but like Derrick Rose was very violent around the hoop and got hit a lot and hit the floor a lot. And I think Colin Sexton likes to do that too. Um, and he's incredibly athletic, but that doesn't always save you. So I think that's why guys in the NBA need to shoot better. So it extends careers. Yeah. So I think that, you know, if he can work on his jumper and that'll come, then he could be a really good fit. I agree with that. I think he's a good scorer around the rim, but Cavs have a lot of that around the rim talent already with LeBron. If he comes back, Kevin Love, Thompson, the only real perimeter guys you have are J.R. Smith and Kyle Korver and then Jeff Green if he's on. But nonetheless, it'll be interesting to see what the Cavs do there. Looking to the next pick, though, number there's Philadelphia at number ten. Sexton went number eight. I think Kevin Knox went number nine. Who that was kind of a sure thing. He said that he said he kept using terms "we" and things when talking about the Knicks. So pretty sure he got a guarantee there. But people were hating on that pick. Kevin Knox, not a bad pick. Not a bad um, pick at all. You know, you know who he's going to play like? Devin Booker. Another Kentucky dude. Just he, shoot up. He's going to shoot a lot of mid-range jumpers. He's going to shoot a lot of threes, and he's going to score a lot of points. Yeah. Um, especially if they can get Porzingis and uh, Nila, is it Nilakina? Nilakina feeding them the ball. They, oh, I mean, they're just... not going to be good, but he'll, he's going to get buckets. I mean, Kevin, like Kevin Knox seed. is just the – dude's, the dude's a shooter. He's going to yeah. get all the points. I mean, that's what you get that's out of Kentucky. That's not a bad pick. But it really isn't. I agree with that. I want to talk about the story of the night that turned into, or the best story of the night that turned into the worst story of the night. Uh, Michael Bridges, Nova, getting drafted number 10 to Philadelphia. (laughs) (laughs) Best story. (laughs) Best story of the night for about 45 minutes. Dog, how many burner accounts does his mom have now? All of them. She has 20. She she probably took over all of Colangelo's wife's accounts. (laughs) Talk like, all of- just talking all this shit on Philadelphia. That is so f- flippin' funny. You know what's like? Hol- it sucks for their family dynamic, but like the on the team. outside looking in, it's hilarious. Yeah, hilarious. Well, I think the the best part. I mean, as you mentioned, her she's the HR director at 
Philadelphia. They were making jokes the whole night, like that he was signing the paperwork for Philly. And then for forty, they did the post game interview. She was so excited. Did you watch the post game mm-hmm, interview with her? Mm-hmm. Where she was excited. She's like, "This is the year he was born." She had the ring from uh, I think it was San Antonio, was it? Whoever mm. ninety nineteen ninety nine is. The oh, that was somebody else. Oh, that wasn't her. Mm-mm. I thought it was her. No, no, no. That was uh, someone else's mom. Oh. Um, no, Michael Bridges. His mom works in HR for the Sixers and was like <coughs> screaming like how. Like, go Philly, it's so good to have oh, him that's here. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then 40 minutes later, he gets traded. Yeah, to Phoenix. Which, I mean, it's going to be a good... Hey, he gets to go play <laughs> with Aiton. Yeah. I mean, he's going to be... They're going to be fine there. I think he's got a good... They're, they're, that team's going to be good in a couple of years. We'll, I mean, we'll talk about them later, but... I just thought that was the funniest thing to see that hometown kid gets drafted by Philly, rah, rah, 45 minutes later, Phoenix. <laughs> like, damn. How shitty hey, is that? life comes at you fast. That's Ed. the lesson. Life comes at you fast. You know who life came out fast for both of us? It was Michael Porter to the Nuggets. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm going to tell you why this pick is the steal of the draft. Draft century. Michael Porter Jr. is the prototype of Kevin Durant. He plays the exact same game as KD. I've watched his mixtape a hundred times. The dude can straight ball. And he's super long, and he can really shoot it. He's, he's got to work. He got a little hitch in his shot, but I think that can be worked out over time. And like everybody's not super stoked on his medical. Look, he doesn't have to play right away, especially with Denver. They're built for the future. They're ascending. They've got young talent. If he has to redshirt a year like Ben Simmons or Joel Embiid for two years, and just gets that back right, I. I'll take it as a Nuggets fan, you know, as long as we can get him. And the other thing is, too, is everybody's like, oh, you know, it's a bad pick because of his back. You got him at 14. Yeah. He could be the best player in the draft, and you got him at 14. So even if he doesn't play for the Nuggets, that's still a hell of a pick. It's a hell of a pick. And it's, it's not like you took pick. him at number one like Greg Oden when Kevin Durant was right behind him. No, 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 no. All the other dudes had already been selected, and he's sitting there, could be the best player in the draft. He was number one in his high school class when he uh, declared to Washington and then ended up going to Missouri. Uh, well, he was until well, Marvin Bagley reclassified. So he was number two in his class. No, I think he stayed number one, didn't he? Mm-hmm. No? Okay. Bagley was number was uh, number one. Number one. Okay. Um, but Bagley was going to be the number one of the next class, but then reclassified. Before but I still consider Porter the number one because he was for that whole time <laughs> and then like, three months. A year ago, all anybody would talk about is how Porter was going to be the yeah. number one pick. Yeah. And he had some back troubles. And he's had some injuries. He will be fine. I think, you know, the, the back is tricky, slowly. but I think that it gets – he'll get better. I think with NBA training staff and everything, he'll get better – the biggest thing I love about the kid is he wants to play in Denver and he wants, you know, people to know, like, he's got a huge chip on his shoulder falling that far. Yeah. So if he's healthy, I'm talking like Tom Brady level <laughs> flipping anger and play with a chip <clears throat> on your shoulder. Aaron Rodgers level playing a chip on oh, your shoulder God. after falling in the draft when you're that good. It was a steal for Denver. And even if he doesn't play play well... And, or doesn't play at all because of injuries, it was only the 14th pick. Yeah. It's not a big deal. They still have a lot of talent. Huge win. Nuggets absolutely won the draft. Absolutely won the draft. They are. To- I hope that they're a playoff team this coming year. I think they will be. Yeah, um, they have to be. I think because they were, you know, they picked 14th last pick of the lottery, barely missed the playoffs. Literally the by the last After game. winning like 46 games. So 
you know, one or two teams have an injury. Nuggets slide right on in there. They grab, Picture gets a lot different. They could even. I still think Braun to Denver is a realistic thing, but that's just being a Bronco. Or See, Denver, okay, Denver okay. Homer. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. Is basketball wise, LeBron to Denver is a great move. Everything but else wise, his no. family doesn't have any association with Denver. They never spend time in Denver. They never, you know, chill. if he moved to Denver and pulled a little Peyton Manning thing, I think he'd stay there for a while. Yeah. I mean, everybody loves living in Denver. All those ex-players still live there. Like, Peyton still lives in Denver. They think about him running for mayor. Like, Should. <clears throat> everybody, would. he'd love it there, I think. Denver's a great city, but, dude, it's not L.A. Yeah. It's not L.A., and <clears throat> they, they, LeBron's got two houses in L.A. Um, I don't think there's really any other option. I think his mind's pretty much made up. Um, especially if they can make that Kawhi trade happen. Yeah. And get Paul George on top of that. You know, but here's here's the thing. LeBron always surprises us. He always surprises us. He doesn't want, you know, he doesn't want anybody to know until he's absolutely certain what he's going to do. So LeBron to LeBron to Denver is as equally likely as ha- of happening as LeBron to L.A. at this point. Mm-hmm. All across the league, you know, it's one – you know, you got a one in thirty chance. Everybody across the league, it's all it's all equal. Um, well, if he wants to retire, he can just go be a tight end for the Broncos too. So. <laughs> um, well, I still say if LeBron doesn't decide right away, I don't think that's the worst decision. You know, they they just can't. Nobody can talk to him till July first. Yeah, but he doesn't have to sign. He can he can sign in third week of July. Yeah, he can sign. He whenever. can see what people do. I don't think that's totally out of the question. Just be like, ah, I'll sign later. Let me see what you got. I think it should just be getting his mind right, getting his body right. Take this getting time and money right. Just no, get LeBron's everything right. Money stays right. What? LeBron money stays right. You're not wrong. But <clears throat> yeah, that was the the steal of the draft. One other thing though is a huge move by the by the Nuggets. Huge, huge move. move. Great. They're making they're making. Dude, moves. they just <clears throat> they just landed KD. I mean, KD 2.0. They they did. He's so he's gonna be so good. He's so built for the NBA. Yeah. I mean, he needs a little bit more more muscle on him. It's only 211, but still, he's got the size 611. Yeah. You know what's amazing? I weigh 211. But you're not 611. No, I'm 6'2 <laughs> and I weigh 211. He is slight. Yeah. You know who else was like that though? Durant. Kevin Durant. He was 190 though. He also kind of bench bench the. Uh, Hey, 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 bench the bar. You don't. Kevin Porter can. <laughs> Michael Porter. Oh, what did I say? Okay, people that hate on Kevin Durant for not getting the bench press. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize you had to bench in a basketball game. Can he score? Like, does it matter? Like, yeah, you want him to be stronger, but it was like Jesus. The dude was still like a kid. Yeah, he was, he was 18, 18 years 18. old. I just think that's funny that that is the reason. Like. Essentially, the reason Portland said, no, we'll take Greg Oden over you, was that he couldn't bench a bar. That's the reason. Yeah, that's that's the stupidest well, thing. he could bench the bar. The bar's Sorry. only 45 pounds. He couldn't do one rep in the bench press. I think, is it 135 or 225? Do they have one or two plates? One plate. One plate? One plate because it's basketball. 135? Yeah, so, football okay. does 225. One plate at 135, not getting it one time is a bit of a red flag. But the the other thing is too is his score. body is not really made to do a lot of bench press. That's a long motion he's got to do. Exactly, that's a lot of arm, man. That's, that's a, a lot, lot of arm that Kevin Durant has. That wingspan is ridiculous. It's insane. 
So, you know, they just Portland themselves. <laughs> just hey, how, how'd that Greg Oden pick work out for you? How did every other pick after that and before, how, 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 before Dame Loyola before work Dame, out for you? And CJ McCollum, how'd that work out for you? How did every pick uh, besides those two after t- <laughs> two? They will get stronger once they start working. That stuff is just so... Yeah, like they expect them to be built for the NBA, but they're just coming out of college. It's like this is why you develop player and whatever. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> moving on to another <clears throat> topic, I got two players that I want to quickly touch on. But before that, talk about the Spurs. <laughs> they drafted Lonnie Walker. The first line on this is Walker, whose hair is amazing. Dude, the guy Lonnie that had Walker. The... Not only has a really funny look when he puts a hat on because his hair's so big. The dude's got game. Yeah. Well, coming out of Miami, he's that's a solid pick, and he plays on the wing, which they need. Which they need, and I think that could replace Kawhi. I think that's what it was. I think that was the pick. Is it's like, all right, well, Kawhi's gone, so we need a nice, solid wing that can score. And Lonnie Walker, I don't know how strong he is on the defensive end. He's no Kawhi Leonard. No, hardly anybody's Kawhi Leonard on the defensive end, but not not a bad pick. No, there, there were not a lot of bad picks. No, made. there really wasn't. This like, was a it, solid draft. It, se- it seems like this draft had a lot of good talent, a lot of solid role players, and a lot of teams that understood that you know they need to draft wisely. It's not Cleveland taking Anthony Bennett number one. You know, like they're not going for the splash. They're they're making a smart, smart franchise move. You know why? LeBron can go anywhere. Not just that. KD could go anywhere. Everybody wants to be Golden State. And, so, and you know how Golden State did that was through the draft, mm-hmm. and you know signing signing KD is is one thing, but and you know Iguodala and all those other pieces, but their core was built through the draft on that seventy three win team, and that's what everybody's trying to replicate. Everybody's yeah. trying to be Golden State, and so that's why last night's draft was so good. I think I for think every so. team. Well, and the thing that I want to talk about with this going back to the Spurs pick of. Hamilton. Was it Hamilton? Is that his name? Lonnie Walker. Walker, sorry. Uh, why do the, they always say every year Spurs always get the seal of the draft? That makes no sense to me. Because they have guys that haven't contributed, like uh, White from CU, who they drafted in the first round last year. Uh, I think it's Jonathan White? No. Isaac, I don't remember. White, I know is his first his last name. And then the year before they had another guy, um, who's whoever their point guard is, I can't think of it now. Um that they they got they've had some like splashes yeah they got Kawhi who was a steal at 15 yeah but he wasn't even taken by San Antonio he was taken by Indiana but they, yeah but they trade they traded for his rights because mm-hmm. they knew they basically tra- made the trade and said hey draft him yeah that's yeah. how that works um but I just don't see like that obviously they hit on that but people will look at um Tim Duncan who's drafted first overall you look at Manu and Parker who were drafted in the second round but those guys came over from overseas. I just don't understand how um, the there everyone always says that they're the oh Desjante Murray is the guy I'm thinking of from two years ago. Why they always say that well the Spurs got the best player in the draft like yeah they have a track record of getting the best player but you can't say that that's always going to happen. No, and I think Lonnie Walker was a good pick, but the Nuggets had the best pick of the draft. There's exactly. no question about it. They got Michael not Porter. even homering. And and that's not even homering. They got the best pick at their spot in the draft. Yeah. And, you know, his medical isn't great, but he doesn't have to play today. He doesn't no, have to play tomorrow. He's got time. You know, yeah. if he has to sit for a little while, he will get back. He's got the most upside at a 14 overall pick that I think we've ever seen. So watch 
out for Michael Porter Jr. Yeah, I think that obviously pending that health, pending that health. But if he's healthy, he's going to be a beast. Yeah, he will be a monster. Um, two player, two players I want to talk about, and Anthony Simmons drafted by the Blazers at twenty four, and number twenty one draft pick Grayson to the Jazz. Do you see? Let's talk about Grayson first. Do you see what? Donovan Mitchell did right at, right during yeah, the interview at the dope. beginning. Yeah. Um, those dudes played against each other in the ACC when Donovan Mitchell was at Louisville. Um, and so, you know, they got a little bit of history and whatnot. And I think Donovan Mitchell plays in Grayson Allen, play a lot of the same game. Um, both athletic, bigger guards that like to make plays and get rebounds. And But Grayson likes to trip people. <laughs> beside the point, <laughs> I think Grayson Allen in Utah is a very good fit. Yeah. And I think Grayson Allen's going to be a much better NBA player than people think he is because he's super athletic and he can shoot the three. And if you're athletic and can shoot, you have a spot in the league. You really do. Yeah. Um, especially now, es- especially now. And Donovan Mitchell doesn't have to be so ball centric. Grayson Allen can take some of that role and off the ball. And obviously they still have Ricky Rubio. They've got a really, really good rotation in Utah. And I think Grayson Allen was a good pick. Um, and the Anthony Simons or Simmons. Simmons. Pick, yeah. Uh, I don't was... really know a lot about him. Okay. So, that's reason why I put him in here. He's the center, or sorry, shooting guard rather. So they put the draft guard grade right by the position, so I looked at it wrong. He's a shooting guard out of IMG Academy. So he skipped the NCAA completely. He's 19. IMG, he played in their 19 up league, 1920 league, so they play a national schedule. They're ju- they just played basketball, didn't do school. And um, he, co- he originally committed to Louisville, decommitted because of Patino leaving. And then was nine is nineteen a year out of high school and played at IMG instead of going to another college, and so that was the biggest thing is that he skipped college. He played at IMG without being enrolled in the school part because he graduated from high school. Still, do you think we see more of this possibility? Not obviously not at IMG, maybe other academies because we've seen it before with a couple other guys going to IMG and then going to a college. But there also have been guys that have gone to IMG to the NBA and drafted in the second round. This is the first guy that came out of high school without going to a college, without going pro and playing amateur basketball still and being drafted in the first round. Do you think that's a new, do you think that's something that is going to continue or do you think that is something that I want to see the success a, of the JBL? Um, they will be professionals obviously because LeVar Ball plans for them, for them to get paid. I want to see how that goes because if guys can get their money right away, I think that'll happen more than them playing amateur. Um, I don't know. I think what this is going to do is it could set the precedent that you don't have to go to the NCAA. You know, guy, guys go overseas. Guys, you know, um, could play on IMG. They could play JB, uh, JBL. JBL. Um, play in the G League, too. Play in the G League. I think that the NBA just needs to let the guys go that are going to, you know, coming out of high school, that are going to be top picks. Just let him go. I mean, to hold him back is so stupid. And then when you go to college, you got to stay for two. That's the easiest way to fix it. And I think that everybody wins because I think the college players will be better. I think the college game will be better with more sophomores and juniors and seniors and less one and done. You get to know guys a little bit. I think that, you know, the NBA benefits because you don't have to risk, you know, an injury in college or you can get guys right away, start developing them right away. Um, That age limit, I think, is stupid. Um, yeah. And I think that that's a really good step 
in that direction is him taking that path to the league. If, especially um, if it I turns ho- out I to hope be that good. that happens. I hope that it turns out to be good, and I hope it really works out for him, and I hope that, that reform comes in the NBA. I think that age restriction is dumb. I totally agree with you. I think he could be the guy that sets it, too, because it says here that he's an unknown commodity, obviously, because he bypassed college. Um, he has a knack for scoring, is plenty athletic to eventually develop into an NBA player, and needs to have a team willing to be patient, which the Blazers are. They just got the three seed in the West behind C.J. McCollum and Dame Lillard. You throw another athletic scorer in there, you could have a nut- oh, yeah. more, more three-point threats. Blazers could be a real threat this year. They need some they need some bigs. They need to shore I mean, up some depth. Yeah, de- I think that's what this pick is for guard, at least. If they can get another solid playmaking point guard, maybe a Jameer Nelson kind of guy. Yeah, well, and that depth is mostly for the regular season. Yeah. Um, your bench stays very shallow in the playoffs, but, you know, if those guys play all, all 82, you don't have them for the playoffs. So I think that that, you know, the depth thing is for the regular season. But Portland gets in the playoffs. They're scary because they got two dudes that can just light you up any night. In Dame Lillard and C.J. McCollum, and so you know, adding Anthony Simmons is could also be right in that right in that corner. I just I don't know a lot about him, so I he yeah. could be anything. I I watched a little bit of tape on him. They showed it at the on the draft too when he got drafted. He looks solid, but he's also nineteen, going to be twenty, playing against eighteen year olds. He was playing against guys that aren't going to be that weren't. He ain't playing going, against grown men. He's, well. Not even that. He's not. He wasn't. He was playing below his competition. He was playing high schoolers still instead of where he should have been playing, which was against college kids. He was basically a fifth year. That fifth year senior in high school is what he was playing against a varsity that's team. That's a little. That's a little concerning. Um, so his numbers are obviously inflated a little bit. I, they didn't say any numbers, but I think, I think that he he looks good, but it's also there's no defense on him because he's bigger than everyone else. <laughs> yeah, that'll be interesting. Um, what what pick did he go? 24. Oh, okay. Taking him at 24 is not a bad move from Portland because that's another one of those things like the Michael Porter pick. It's all upside. The downside is like, yeah, he, nothing really happens, but you took him at 24. Yeah, it's not. So it's not a big deal. No, not at all. I, I mean, if, and I think he could he could be what Emmanuel Moutier was supposed to be where Moutier was going to go to, <coughs> was top number seven overall prospect, was going to go to SMU. They had the things. They, uh, can't remember the coach's name now. The old guy that had the infractions upon them, where they could they had to sit out a year, even though they're like the number three team oh, in the nation. Yeah, yeah. Now that now my that name is blinking. Yeah, I can't think of it. It's like Larry something, I think. Yeah. Um, Larry Brown. Larry Brown. That's it. Yeah. Um, but and then went to overseas, and that was gonna be the new trend: is all these top guys are gonna go overseas, get drafted high, show that they can play in the league really well. Didn't work out for him because he's got drafted number seven by the Nuggets. And I was on the Knicks and about to get cut from the Knicks. So, because he can't shoot. Yeah, and and that's what he would. Can the Simmons dude at least shoot? Yeah. Okay, then he's, he's gonna a, be fine. He's, he's an efficient three point shooter. Is what it says. Then you're good. Then he's gonna be fine. Yeah. He'll come in and he'll shoot right away, and then the athletic ability will help him. It'll so maybe that's a that's a steal at 24. It could be. I mean, it all depends on how he develops, honestly. But. But I'm uh, saying, if you can shoot. You got yeah, a place in the league. If mm-hmm. you can shoot, that's all you need to do. It's Just all shoot. shooters. They yeah. can all shoot. Shooter shoot. <laughs> um, last thing, Langelo Ball. I mean, we've talked about Lavar. Yeah, we talked about Mello. Talked about Lonzo. Let's give Leangelo his due on this podcast instead of the other ones. Um, obviously, he went undrafted. Like we, uh, I think we talked about it earlier. I don't know if we talked about it on here or off air. Um, the one thing that just came across about an hour ago was that the Lakers said he will not be on their summer team, summer league team. 
so he's not going to be on the Lakers. No one's team has really picked him up yet. Um, and the decision was, or the reasoning for that decision was there's obviously more to it than basketball. So what do you think happens with him? Also, did you know his middle name is Robert? I thought that was funny. Angel Robert Ball. Found something funny, I thought. Um, what do you think is the, his future as he's undrafted and Lakers won't sign him? I don't know that he'll play anywhere. Um, is he going to go back overseas to Lithuania? Probably. Uh, he, If he can sign with a summer league team and ball out, he'll get a contract. Uh, other than that, he's going to have to go G League or overseas, obviously, because it's just tough because he's not as good as Lonzo. Um, Lonzo's the best player of the three. Uh, Leangelo has a good NBA game. He could be a low post guard. Uh, he likes to score on the post. He can't shoot. He doesn't seem terribly athletic. He seems kind of sluggish. Um, he's big and it shows. He's big and it shows. Absolutely. He's big and it shows. And I think that he's heavy on his feet. Um, you look at guys that they're big in their sh- and it shows, but like, it doesn't bother them. Like Tristan Thompson, he's actually got very good footwork and athletic feet. He's Clay Thompson. Like a, What's that? Clay Thompson would be another. Clay Thompson that's would be he, another one. Like build wise, um, that's who he looks like. He's he, tall. He's he, yeah, big, he stocky, but he just doesn't shoot like him. That and he just doesn't. He seems like everything is a step slow, um, and I think that's what's going to hinder him. And you know, if he doesn't really have much of a career in basketball, I don't think that's the worst thing. But with these NBA dudes, it's just a lot of money. You got to have it. Especially if you've got baggage, you've really got to bring it. Yeah, and he, he just does. doesn't. He doesn't have enough upside on the floor to overlook everything off the floor, and that's really unfortunate. You know, it sucks for him. Um, he was regarded as a second-round prospect before Lavar got involved. Like when he was going to UCLA, they were like, "Oh, this kid could be go early second round, has potential to be upside late first after the lot, basically after the lottery picks, and then now he's goes undrafted." So, well. I don't know that he's the only ball that won't be on the Lakers this summer. I mean, Lonzo very well could get traded. I think you still think he's going to Spurs for Kawhi. I think if he goes anywhere, it's going to be in the Kawhi deal. Um, I don't know that it's going to be to the Spurs or if it's a three-team trade. Um, oh, but fair. if he goes anywhere, it'll be in that Kawhi trade. Um, it's it's tough. Um, I like Levar Ball. I think he's hilarious, but. You start to wonder now that our team's not taking our him. team's not taking Leangelo, or are they far less hype on Lonzo because he's saying all this shit? And you start to wonder, like, yeah, it worked for so long, but it it's not working now. So maybe he needs to make a change. Yeah, I mean, credit again. I have no idea. I'm yeah, not in those we rooms, don't but that's how it seems to look, and the perception is the reality. And I think that it very well could be the fact that he's talking his kids out of NBA careers. Well, I think Melo might be the one that changes anything. If it does change, Melo will be the one that gets that career out of if <clears throat> if he stays the course. JBL is going to be the biggest thing is obviously he's already That's getting right. paid. Leandro is going to play. JBL? Yeah. Is is he able to? I don't know if he is cuz I thought they well, I mean, it's it's LeVar's league, so who the fuck knows. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's LeVar's league. Yeah. He can make an exception. True. I mean, we'll see. I think if Okay, you had to pinpoint one team. Obviously, Lakers are out. What team gives him a shot on their summer league roster? I don't know a lot of the roster breakdown for those teams in the summer. I would think there'd be somebody that wants a, that needs a, a guard. guard that can score. 
a lot like he's gonna he plays a lot like Sean Livingston. Um, Before with, he got hurt, with an outside jumper. Okay. Um, bigger guy, long, very good in the post up on smaller guards, and so. If that's what you need, and then a guy to space the floor from three and not really do a lot off the dribble, he can fit in all 30 NBA teams. He could do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he would be fine doing that. Frankly, I don't know how much Langelo wants to play basketball. That's fair. He could be a model, um, as his dad said. I mean, what's that? Remember the comments like, Leandro's going to be a model if he doesn't yeah, make Well, that's NBA. the thing. Is like, There's probably other things, and these dudes are interested in other shit besides basketball. Yes. Yeah, so, there's like, no... like, like Lonzo's making music and all Very that good stuff. Music. Like, Yeah, and, you know, he's out there making slappers, and like that's cool. Yeah. Good. He should be doing stuff outside of basketball. But maybe for Leandro, that stuff starts to overtake basketball. But it's not that he doesn't have a spot. Like, there's not a roster spot for him. He can shoot. He can score. It's just, do you want to deal with the baggage for that low of a role player? Probably not. But no. anybody could use another guy that can get points. Yeah. Well, and I think we'll see what happens with him. Obviously, he could go JBA. Could be. Could you go. Keep saying JBL. Is it JBA? I think it's I think it's JBA because it used. To, okay, so when he originally announced it, it was JBL, but I think it's JBA Junior Basketball Association now. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'll it's do JBL the speakers. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I'll look I think it up. JBL's the the speaker headphone company. Well, it is, but I think I think he also called the JBL at first. Um, before we take off, did you see the Foot Locker ad that he, him and Trey Young were in with Lavar? Dog, dude, Foot Locker just kills it with those rookie ads. Like they they had those ones where like, uh, oh, D'Angelo Russell like chucked his phone in the river. Oh with my Ben Simmons, God. it was like, dude, no, just was, do it, bro. Oh, that's right. Just yeah. like, just <laughs> trust me. That and was, then like the one with uh. Do you see the one without Trey Young? It was just him and Reggie Coes, which Reggie Coes, dude got famous on Vine. He's the or nah dude, and he's on Instagram, or and nah. I've loved him since I was like a freshman in college. So um, he's always been funny to me. So the fact he has those Foot Locker commercials, that's dope. Good well, for him. He was the one that cre- he created the style. Did you see the shirt that they had? Yeah. It yeah. sold out in 20 minutes. Yeah. I tried to buy one. No, not even 20 minutes. It was 10 minutes because I went on my Safari, tried to buy one. Or I went on Chrome, tried to buy one. And I was like, oh, can't buy it on here. Closed it. Open Safari. It was already sold out. Yeah. Like five, so like, No, but there was one where Reggie Coe's is like, um, oh, these shirts are great. They're a steal. And then Leandro is just like sitting there looking at him like. <laughs> <laughs> like, like And Reggie then Reggie Coe's is just like, I, I mean, I mean, the price is. The price is so good, it has to be criminal. I mean, uh, <laughs> you, you should look that one up. I'm going to look that link one up. it, because that one and the one with Trey Young are both really funny. Um, so, like, you know, bio. maybe LiAngelo could make a career out of being the butt of the joke. I don't know. But those commercial – Foot Locker does it again, just bringing the heat. Those are dope. <laughs> what was funny is that the, the – la- like, tweets later in the draft, someone was like, LiAngelo wants him to steal, and, like, he's a go- Louis Vuitton bag. <laughs> Um, I was like, oh my, oh my god. god. But I think that... Nobody's safe. No one's safe. I think that's it for the first edition of Lunch at Work. Shout out Domino. Shout out Dr. Pepper. That was a... Not official sponsor. Not official sponsors. Just shout outs. I'm not saying we're sponsored by them. Just saying shout outs. Lunch at Work, a Rhino Sports Talk Productions podcast. Podcast network. I don't know how... I'm, I'll figure it out. I'm going to rephrase that. your branding, dog. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do need to hey, work on branding. I'm sports caboose. I'm doing one with Schuster tonight. You're doing a pod with Schuster? Yeah, Schuster and I are gonna hop on the hop on the mics at his apartment. Oh, she he has to, a going out to Omaha. Hey, what's shout out the link? What's the link? Uh, well, it's sports sport, sportscaboose.wordpress.com. 
All right, so I don't own that domain. But if you went to austindrews.com, there's a link to the Sports Caboose blog. So I do have my own domain, just not on the blog site. It's because you're broke, boy. Because I'm a broke boy. I ain't a big baller. You ain't no big baller. You're I'm a, a small, small baller. baller. <laughs> I'm a small baller, small baller on the domains. I'm trying to find this Foot Locker video. But... Hey, peep my mixtape. <laughs> What's your mixtape? Call it out. Actually, no. I, do, I am working on another one, and it's going to be called Nature Boy. And I think it might actually have some potential. The first two I made sucked. But this one might actually be okay. Only the somewhat. first two. I've only oh, made two tapes. I mean, you had a lot of singles before that. that were yeah, like, still it trash. Mean that I was just talking tapes. Like all the oh. singles have sucked too. But like, <laughs> this one might actually be okay. What? What's the name of the slapper that you made today? LASIK? Is that LASIK. it? LASIK. You gonna drop that as a single or what? I don't know. I might. If you do, just shout. I'll shout out. I'll shout out. Right. We'll play. That'll be take, the. Uh, take, take a look at, at the at the Alux sound file. That's A hyphen L U X. For Austin, Austin Luxurious, <laughs> Alux for short. My a- sister, my sister Cass gave me that one, and it's <laughs> it's pretty lit. I've had three rap names now in the span of like six weeks. Because I was just going by Drusy, which was pretty lame, and then I went with Skinny Durs, which never really took fit. off. Um, but my sister was telling me about Alux, and she's like, "We like this," and I was like, "All right, well, I'm gonna do that." So it's it's Alux, and I'm sticking with it. All right. But, Anything else you want to shout out? Twitter, anything? Follow me at at a lux rap or a luxurious yeah, rap. A luxurious you already rap. have the tweet. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a fun one. I, I'm a fun Twitter follow. I think like not wrong. Sometimes my stuff's out there. Sometimes like it's just stupid when I'm just trying to troll people. But I think every now and again I get a real winner on Twitter, and I'm surprised I haven't gone viral yet. It's honestly kind of bullshit. I, I think, <laughs> I think people are just like actually hating. And they're they're hating like DeAndre Ayton, and it's garbage. If you don't tweet that out later, I'm gonna be disappointed in you. Yeah, but whatever. That's right. I don't care enough to be disappointed in you. And that's it for the. Let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. Lunch at work we podcast. Lights. Got in lights. Lunch at work podcast. A little bit longer of a lunch break this week, but nonetheless, weekly lunch at work podcast by Round Sports Talk Productions Podcast Network. See you later.